0: Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday, we head into the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our complaints with the world. And there's no complaint that's too big or too small, too frivolous, too rich, too pure, too anything. You can give any complaint you'd like. We shut the door and no one can look at you and go, there's bigger problems in the world. No, your problem is the biggest problem, and we're and if you want yours read, send it into jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Uh, give us a little taste of what it is. You know, Luxury Lounge baratara. That's that's what you Luxury Lounge baratara. That's what we want. And and you know, I've said this the last few weeks. Let's keep it to take your thumb and your index finger and you know go as wide as you can. That's as long as these should be. I let's. You know, listen, and I, I come, my, my motto is we write to edit. So if you're at page seven of your your, your, your soliloquy, let's cut it down. Let's bring it back. And listen, I want to thank you guys for being listeners to this podcast. This is the first episode of Luxury Lounge in the new year. We're in 2022. And as, you know, I, I don't know, I like to, whenever we do like the beginning of the year, I'm going to do a special one today is just you and Papa JT just you and me dim the lights it's just us and you know what that means we're gonna get to lots of luxury lounge complaints today um this is how the patreon episodes work so if you like this version of the luxury lounge where it's just me and you and the lights are dim and we're sipping a tea maybe you got a drink in front of you a nice cold one lots of ice as i like it um this is what the Patreon's like. So every Wednesday, I do a Patreon-only luxury lounge. And if you want to opt into that and make that a part of your new year, go to patreon.com slash Jared That's patreon.com slash Jared It's five bucks a month. I do three extra podcasts a week. Every Wednesday is luxury lounge. And what people do is I read every complaint. So what people do is they comment on the episode with their complaint, and I read it the next week, so you can be a part of that, if you like this flavor of the Luxury Lounge, when it's no guest, this is what you're getting with that $5, so patreon.com slash jaredfree, the other ones are, the other podcasts I do is, one's called One More Email, where I do an extra email, an advice email, and then I do Coffee with J Train, was really me telling stories from the week, so more personal stories, I do a little bit of pop culture there too, so also, We got dates. 2022, baby. Um, I'm coming to Fort Lauderdale this weekend. Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, West Nyack, New York, Philadelphia, Sacramento, Hartford, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Columbus, Dayton, Albany. So, JaredFree.com for those tickets. JaredFree.com. And let's get to my complaint. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues. To do, get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? My complaint and this is as luxury complaint as it can get. I am doing a show in New York City tonight. I'm taping this on Wednesday before the New Year and I'm doing a show in New York City at City Winery. Okay? I have gone and done shows at City Winery before. It is a place where people who enjoy my podcast seem to like going to. So anytime I'm on and I think you know there's a there's a crossover. There's a crossover. You know, the, the especially the, the audience for this we have a lot of women that listen the type of woman that would sign up for the mailing list of City Winery so I'll end up on the mailing list cuz I do comedy shows sometimes and a lot of people will come out which is very nice this is the this is this is the problem i was hoping to have people come into my shows so i get a text from Jessica Kirsten, who's been a guest here friend of mine hilarious she's like let's do a show to end the year at city winery and i'm like and i'm thinking i'm like you know i have um, and and what I'm thinking is I'm going to have to promote this to people who want to come. And I know people will come. And that's, again, the most beautiful, wonderful thing in the world. That's why I give my dates out. I want you guys to come to the show. I want to be prepared. I want to be fucking hilarious. I want you to cry. You laugh so hard. So, But I just did shows at Gotham in the fall. So the amount of new material that I have is it's there, but it's not there. So it's going to be a little less worked out. I don't have much of it. I don't, I, you know, if I, I don't have a strong hour to go do at City Winery, I have a pretty funny. I I got a couple things that I like that I'm working on. So Jessica's like, you'll do 25, I'll do 25, and then we'll go on stage together at the end. We'll, you know, we'll joke it up at the end. That'll be fun, and we'll have someone host it. I go, you know what? That seems feasible. Okay. I feel comfortable, and also I know the room that it's in. The room that it's in is called the loft at City Winery, and that, the loft is seats about 150 people, and it's intimate, and the, and the and the ceilings are low, so I'm like, you know, that's also a comfortable space to do material that might not be at 100% yet. It'll be loose, so to speak. And, you know, there are some people that come to comedy shows for loose. There are some people that are like, I want to see them working out the craft. I don't think that everyone is that way. I also know there are people that are like, I paid fucking money for this ticket. I want it to be worked out and done and ready to go. It, and, it, and honestly, it can't be both. What, come out, what comics do is they start, with the, the, they start with an old joke that works, they end with an old joke that works, and they do some newer shit in the middle. That's kind of how we do it. With this type of show, I was, you know, and that loft room that they have is a smaller, more intimate room where it will be easier to have, to kind of go back and forth with the crowd. When you're in a bigger room, when you're in a theater, you have to perform it out to the the space. When you're in a smaller, intimate, hey, someone in the front row, are you guys in a relationship? Oh, you know, I was just thinking about this relationship thing. That's how, so this is the only reason I agreed to this show to do it because I'm like intimate small, twenty five minutes. I can kinda, you know, work it out. This morning, I get a text from the guy who's putting on the show. Also, I've done shows at City Warner before. This guy that runs the shows, always get a bad vibe from him. Always feels like I'm being used. Always feels like he's like, so could you put it out to your audience? Could you could you post it on Instagram? Could you put it on stories? And it's it's always that kind of vibe. So I'm I'm not really cool with this. And I I mean if you listen to this you'd be like, what? I'm telling you, you get a vibe of I'm being used every time I go. Oh, we should do more shows with you. Yeah, you do more shows with me so I can tell people to come and sell them tickets and then they want, you know. So he texts me in the morning, or I, I start getting messages, or he texts me something in the morning. I get a text from him, hey, you know, shows tonight, be there at this time, at this time, or whatever. And then I start getting DMs, hey, the website's broken. The website says no page exists, and I write to him. I go, "Hey man, people are having trouble with the website." He goes, "Oh, that means it mean that means it's sold out." I'm annoyed. I'm I'm right now. That means it's sold out. Annoys me. Your website should say sold out because I get the DMs. I get the messages. Hey man, something wrong with the website? Which I get it. Why they come to me? But it's, at the same time, that take those little messages take up time. It is. Another thing to do that is ahead of the things I need to be doing, writing the bits to make them better for the show tonight. So I so then he goes, that means it's sold out. I go, so why doesn't, I go, so have the website say that so I can stop getting DMs. And again, I'm starting in a conflict space because I really don't think this person is on my side to make me look good. So then he writes me something about, hey, well, we could move it to the bigger room and keep selling tickets and i said to him no i like the small room this is why i agreed i just want to do the small room and i don't again speaking of luxury problems my luxury issue is oh you jared you're crying that you sold a lot of tickets we so got to move to the bigger room yeah i don't want to be in the bigger room i want to be in the small intimate room and, and now i sound like a baby i sound like a baby i get it i, I agree i want to be in the small room where i can Do the bits that I, you know, I'm talking, telling a story about my dad asking how much am I weigh, and it hasn't been working and I'm trying to work it out. And it's like, I don't want to be in the big room where you have to perform that. And then, you know, people are sitting there table talking and they're far away from each other. And now I'm in this. And I said, no, we're staying. I go, stop selling tickets, small room, intimate, fun. So then I get a message an hour later. Hey man, um, we're going to move it to the to the bigger room because of COVID. And we want everyone to be spread out more due to COVID. And also, you know, we can take walk-ins to sell tickets then. And it's like, dude, and I've, this complaint comes up a lot on luxury lounge over the last, or since we started, because we've been doing this since the pandemic has begun. This using COVID to get your way. And it's like, you're doing this today? Was it? Wh- wh- why not when we had 100 tickets sold? Why not when we had 70 tickets sold? At what point? Because to me, the course of events are, hey, let's move to a bigger room, sell more tickets. And then I say no, and then you say, well, no, how do I get my way? Well, I'll make it a moral stance and make you the bad guy, make you the person that can't disagree with me. I'll make you the guy that has to say, "Oh, who cares about COVID?" I, that that would be the position I would have to take to say, "Move them back to the closet so we can all be on top of each other and cough in each other's faces." So now we're moving to the bigger room. I'm, I don't have the type of material that I could do comfortably in a room that size. It's a, it's a, and I'm just saying this sounds like such a prima donna thing, and I start to understand why people look bad because. Here's the thing: People come to the show. They're not going to go, and, and then and then I don't look great. They don't, the only one that's embarrassed is me. No one's going to go. Oh, why did City Winery put us in that huge room for for a thousand people with two hundred people? Oh, why did Jar-? they're going to go? Jared Fried fucking sucks. That's that's the only that's the only takeaway that can happen from this scenario. So now I'm walking into a show where I'm not very comfortable and it's all under the guise of we gotta be safe and it's like I and we do. I want everyone to be safe. I do. I do. If, if I had known this was the case two weeks ago, we're not doing the show. That's not the scenario I signed up for. Let's get to your complaints. Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. We're gonna get through a lot of them. And when you send it in, title it Luxury Lounge um, and give me a little taste. Luxury Lounge dash, ba da This one's called Luxury Lounge. Apple Maps led us astray. I fucking hate Apple Maps. I hate them. They, they, and they were bad from minute one. The minute Apple Maps came out, we were done. They were horrible. Google Maps is the king. That's it. And I don't understand how Apple Maps doesn't look at Google Maps and go, let's just do everything they do. Hey, J-Train, Feather, Feather, saw you in Phoenix a few weeks ago, had a blast, let's get into it. See, people have a blast of the show, but that was a good scenario. Expectation being met. My boyfriend and I are driving back from the holidays at my parents in Colorado to avoid the Denver flight cancellations and to have a little adventure, right? Wrong. Our Apple Maps gives us a route through the Rocky Mountains. Two hours in, we are led to an up, unplowed, uninhabited stretch of road we were a bit skeptical but trusted our lord almighty steve jobs and kept trekking. no see this apple maps thing has been bad from the first moment i opened it and the biggest issue is all of the apps take you directly to apple maps no i don't want to go here i want to go to google maps because they i i can i trust google maps i don't trust apple maps for this reason lo and behold we get stuck in the snow and somehow make our way out and have to turn around we had to backtrack, losing three hours, and basically starting from scratch at noon. This drive is already so long. We were pissed. Once we get a little farther into our drive, it's now eleven o'clock at night. It's snowing, and we get snowed in in a town with no hotel rooms and available, but a, but a pres, but a presidential suite for five hundred dollars. Now you're staying in a bum fuck presidential suite. Yeah, that's the thing. The five hundred dollar hotel you do want, but you want it in the places you want to be. This is a huge issue. If we had just stuck, out to, uh, stuck to the original time, we could have avoided all this, but we had to stay an extra night because maps let us down a sketchy road. My question for you is, don't you think technology has come far enough to tell us not to take an unplowed road? Yes. I think you chose the wrong app. Apple Maps, I have, every time it opens, I, 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 I like freak out. I'm like, no, 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 get off my screen. They, they messed up for minute one and all of us were here for them. All of us were like, "Yeah, Steve Jobs. When has he let us wrong? You know, let us astray." I remember the first time. I remember I opened it up and I was like, "What is? What is this? How could you screw this up?" The problem is Apple Maps. Ways wouldn't have taken it that way. Google Maps is is. I, I trust Google Maps, and the worst is when there are people out there that are, no no maps at all. It's like no 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 no. That's the problem with the taxis here. You know, you get in these taxis in New York City and they go, ah, where do you want to go? And you go, McDougal and 3rd, West 3rd. And they go, okay, I'll go. And then they don't put it in anything. It's like, no, 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 ah. I'm not going with your 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 feeling on this one. I want the satellite that's following us in the sky. at Jtrainpodcast.com. Keep sending them in. Luxury Lounge. Let's do this one. Luxury Lounge. Easy open packaging. Hi, Papa JT, new Patreon subscriber, long-time fan. Well, thank you. I ran, I ran right to my laptop to write this after, uh, after trying to make myself breakfast. We need to all address the fact that easy open packaging is not easy for anyone. So here I am making scrambled eggs with all the fixings. I'm trying to get crumbled feta package open. Just pull here, it taunts me. My fingers can't do the job, so I tend to use my te- I, I attempt to use my teeth. In the very end, we all just end up stabbing the packaging with whatever is sharpest next to us, potentially putting ourselves at risk for injury, but not before yelling at some. Uh, yelling some sort of grunt noise out of frustration. It's not just feta packaging, no. I spend extra money to be lazy and buy my produce pre-cut and washed. I can't tell you how many times I opened an easy open, easy seal bag and now I just have a stab bag of vegetables that don't close. Get your shit together, packaging companies. I agree. Here's the worst one. There's There's two issues here. Now, there's this easy opening where when when, she, when they bring up the, um, the vegetables, there's that type of easy opening where you pull a tab and you rip it across and it's plastic and you hear go go, go. That tab is now the sharpest thing in the world. That thing is literally built to cut through your finger, and it's too much. Then the problem is when you do the easy open, sometimes it goes below the reclo- resealable part. So now you have a package that was supposed to be resealable. Now you can't because it you know it, it opened too low. They got to get it together. jTtrainpodcastdu.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Automated voice prompts. All the praise and feathers. Jared, you should totally try getting celebrities on the luxury lounge as a quick bonus complaint, but never say who they are so so no one gets in trouble. You never disclose who it is and let the listeners speculate. That would be fun, kind of like one of those voice modulations. I, am, uh, I have an issue with resealable packages too. That would be fun. I don't think any celebrity would get in trouble with the stuff here. Anyways... How annoying is it when you call a company just after the initial prompts? They ask you something like, "Are you calling about a new issue?" And the exact second you reply, the voice says, "You can say things like yes or no, or I need a representative," only for you to repeat yourself, and then the shitty voice to, and then for the shitty voice to say, "I'm sorry, I didn't get that." I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Is the most frustrating part in the world. That is the moment I go representative, like I'm screaming for them. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. No, 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 This whole thing, why not stick to the buttons? Nobody wants the voice one. Unless the voice one, I can literally talk like this and go, hey, I'm having an issue with my phone and please, uh, you know, if you can't, we're not there yet. We're not there yet with the voice. Stick to the buttons. You can press one or you can say what your issue is. No, I'm pressing fucking one because I know one is getting through. Then reiterate the whole process all over again, wasting your time. It's like talking to your half-deaf grandmother who barely understands how a phone call works. Do they think we're monkeys? We all know how to answer a fucking question. How about you leave two seconds for us to answer, then we'll go from there. Phew, I feel better now. love all your shows. Well, thank you. I would say that it should stay at numbers. Press one for this, press two for this, press three to get a person. I mean... I don't understand why this job needs to be taken away so quickly. I know it saves these companies money, but I, you know, I think there should be federal regulation to keep make you got to have people. You got to have you got to have an option for people. That's what we all want. That they, they keep these jobs. We need jobs to be kept. This is we're heading towards a bad road. Podcast jtrainpodcast.com keep Sending them in. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give me a little taste of what you're doing. We're going to go through a lot. Can we drop the un and unsweet tea? Jared, longtime listener, J train you up and I bragged about your Tonight Show appearance to everyone I knew as if my own brother was on TV. Congrats. Well, thank you. Now to my complaint. I absolutely love iced tea but I don't like sweet tea at all because there's always way too much sugar and I don't enjoy sugary drinks. When I order iced tea in a drive-thru, I hate that I have to say unsweet tea because now I have said the words sweet tea in my order for unsweet tea and I feel like it's very confusing. I agree with this. Just, it should be tea, iced tea, and sweet tea. That's it because... It is confusing. Unsweetened, unsweetened iced tea. Now, you know, what if that gets cut off and just sweetened iced tea? You know, it's just too much. Too many times I pick up my order, drive away, put a straw in and take a big drink just to find. They gave me sweet tea. What am I supposed to do then? Turn around and wait in the drive-through line again to ask them to fix it or even worse park and go in? Not happening. I usually end up dumping the large cup of sweet tea and being mad about it the rest of the day. Could we all agree to drop the unsweet and just call it what it is? Tea. Yeah, this is this is an issue. It, we need the the opposing versions of things to be different enough that they could be said through a speaker at a drive-thru i'd like a cheeseburger. yeah well th- that's the thing when you get a burger I'm, i'll have a burger you don't say i want a uncheesed burger that would be totally confusing yeah and and the other problem with sweet tea is you gotta listen to people who love sweet tea that's the worst part about sweet tea. Oh, my grandma makes the best sweet tea, y'all. I hate regional foods for that reason. You have to hear this whole song and dance. It's like, "Yeah, okay, we had we had tea too. We had Crystal Light." And you know what? Crystal Light was pretty fucking good. I get it. You're brought down, you know, you're 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 brought back to being on the hammock out in Wherever the fuck you're from, I I I'm just sweet tea is one of those foods and drinks that is like a it's like a beacon for boring nostalgia that I don't give a shit about. It's like it's like an alarm alerting the worst people. Like it's like when you say like I posted from Wawa. Ah, oh, sheets is better. You know, it's like these little gophers pop their heads up to be like, well, I gotta tell you about. I gotta tell you about my convenience store that does the same exact thing as Wawa. They're all the same. They're all the same. You know what the difference is? You were ten, walking in there, having a, a bacon egg and cheese with your parents, and you rem- and, and you didn't have bills to pay, and you didn't have rent, and you knew and and the the biggest concern was, you know, doing well at s- your intramural soccer team. So there's no difference, none same shitty pro- and 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 listen i had a wawa bacon egg and cheese on my way back from pennsylvania it was good it was fine i'm not i mean i'm not putting that on a on a menu at my wedding jtrainpodcast.gmail.com we're in the luxury lounge complain about anything you'd like keep sending them in title it luxury lounge luxury lounge dishes be crazy i have a complaint and i feel bad I started an internship mid-December in Greenville, South Carolina. I live about 35 minutes outside of Greenville, so I have a bit of a commute and can't run home on my lunch break to let my dog out. I'm fortunate enough to have a supportive mom who gives me $50 a week to pay a friend of mine to let my dog out once a day. This is nice. I'm in college, so an extra $50 is pretty great to most of my friends. I have very few uh, I have very few asks all she has to do is do it at some point between 11.30 and 5. Come and take my dog Oreo to the... <laughs> this is... I love all the specifics in this. Take out Oreo. I, I feel like I'm in Greenville. <laughs> all they have to do, take out from 11.30... Okay, so at some point, all she has to do at some point between 11:30 and five, is come take my dog Oreo to the park where he can run around freely and go to the bathroom. This takes maybe about ten minutes. In exchange, I give her the fifty dollars at the end of the week, and she can also sit. Uh, she can also sit in my living room while she is on break from work and eat her lunch. Okay, so basically, you have a friend who's gonna go do their lunch for the fifty dollars. This, is, I, I, this seems like any good exchange. She works at the grocery store next to my apartment a minute away, if even. This is great. So she pops over, gets Oreo, goes to the park, eats her lunch, done. My complaint is that when I get home from work, there are always dishes in the sink. Ooh, they're making themselves at home. And all my pillows on my couch are messed up. Uh, the pillows I'm okay with. She's got to sit. I'm somewhat of a clean freak. Yeah, okay, we're starting to be, starting to believe that. Uh, I run and, and empty my dishwasher every night so it's empty when she comes and could easily look and know that the dishes could be put in there her letting my dog out is not a favor she's being paid yeah I'm with you how hard is it to leave my apartment the way she finds it I would that is I don't think that's a no bad request PS I've talked to her about it I'm somewhat passive aggressive, so I simply told her that she can always put the dishes in the dishwasher because I'll have it empty for her, and then all my dishes are dishwasher safe. Yeah, no, 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 you got to go through awkward, not around it. You've chosen the wrong path. I understand why you're upset. You wish that she would understand the context of you can, you know, the dishwasher's empty. You can fit a lot of your plates in there that you use for lunch when you come in my apartment and you mess shit up when I'm paying you to take out Oreo. You like that's not going to You're not say I would just say to her, "Hey, um I thank you for everything you do. I, Oreo loves you. I love you. But I don't love plates in my sink." Can you put the plates in the in the dishwasher when you're done? Do you mind? It drives me wild. That's all you gotta say. I would send it over text. I would do it in person because over text you just lose the tone and it does, you look angrier than you are, which you're not. You know, it just to be like, hey, Oreo told me a little secret today. He said that you're a slob. Are we gonna fix it? You know, th- th- I I think this this can be taken care of. I, I agree with your complaint. You're paying this person. The idea that. And, and the problem is you're paying a friend and the friend, you know, if I were you, let's hire, let's get a dog service. Watch how different things are when it's a professional, you know, dog walker. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like having a first aid kit but not keeping it stocked up. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine, but what if you suddenly get into a horrible accident and there's nothing in your first aid kit to help you stop the bleeding? Every time you connect to an an unencrypted network at coffee shops, hotels, airports, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack someone. A 12-year-old could do it. Encryption creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. Hackers can't steal your sensitive data. That's why I use ExpressVPN. I gotta tell you. I love ExpressVPN. It, I love it because it's easy. I'm not very technically savvy. ExpressVPN makes it easy to be safe. That's a that's that's all what you need to know. And, and it'd take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's ex- encryption. It's easy to use. That's the biggest part. It's easy. It's something that you can trust, and it's easy. Fire up the app and click on the button. Uh, to get protected and works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash jtrain. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash jtrain. And you can get an extra three months free, expressvpn.com slash jtrain. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Upstart. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. Debt can feel crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Again, it's the new year. It's new year, new you. And maybe you're out there with credit card debt. Maybe you have multiple debts. Well, if you're paying, you're paying a rate. You're paying a rate, and you can combine those rates to see if the Upstart rate is lower than the one you're paying. And then you're making money here. You're getting. You're. It's finding making money. Not really. You're. You're saving money you're finding a 20 in your pocket upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online whether it's paying off credit cards consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses over half a million people have used upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score with just a five minute online rate check you can see your rate up front for loans from 1000 to $50,000 you can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day if debt is taking over your life it's time to get a fresh start with upstart find out how upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash jtrain don't forget to use my url letting them know i sent you that's upstart.com slash jtrain here's the fine print loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application go to upstart.com slash jtrain jtrainpodcast.com here in the luxury lounge luxury lounge receiving future gifts Jared and guest Feather Feather, Luxury Lounge Day is my favorite day of the week, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on my issue, receiving quote-unquote future gifts. Recently, this holiday season, my fiancé and I had our first Christmas together. We live in the Northeast, so a lot of the gifts we gave each other were things that make us feel comfy-slash-luxurious in the brutal cold right now. New Ugg slippers, fancy fire pit for the house, hand warmers, etc. Love it. Here's my complaint. My fiancé got me an automatic car starter. Ooh, so my dad used to have this growing up. This is a very Northeast gift. The idea is you can start your car and it warms up before you get there. Also, the snow would melt off. It'll be easier to like scrape the ice off the windshield. I remember my dad used to use it like we'd see someone standing next. It was like right, you know, it was right when they first started having them and my dad... Would do it to scare people who were near his car because you didn't hear, no one had heard of such a thing. So, and also cars were louder to start. So, you know, someone's like leaning on the car, you turn it on, and you just see this person like you know jump up. Got me an My fiance got me an automatic car starter, a true godsend when it's eighteen degrees out and you want to grab Duncan, but he hasn't had it installed yet. Now that's not a gift. Now. Fiance fucked up. He said he's going to bring it to his guy to get it installed. Ah, but I'm over here wondering when. Yeah, it, winter is, is is has has come. We're here. It's cold. I want this car. I want this car to start. We still have a few more months of harsh weather, but now I'm dropping reminders about my gift. Like, oh, it's so cold. I should go warm up my car. Yeah, this is... Also, it. all the magic of receiving the gift is gone. Like, what did he give you? A card that said... A car that said a, a a car starter is coming. Like, thanks. I guess I'll see it when I believe it. I'll believe when I see it. I could just outright write, ask him when he's installing it, but it makes me feel like less of a gift. Yeah, this is the thing. You, you have gotten a gift, but really a promise for a gift. Like the real gift would be doing it and then saying, hey, I took care of this for you. It's all done. Enjoy. Yeah, no, no, no. This is a problem, not a gift. Also... It gets into the territory of expectation, you know, under-promise, over-deliver. This is over-promise, under-deliver. Like, the gift isn't even that great anymore. I like a gift that I can use right now. Yeah, no, 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 the gift is done. This is now a problem. You Now you, every time your car is cold, you think about your husband who underperformed. And if I can't use it right away, at least take care of the logistics. Anyways, thanks for giving us the space to complain. Can't wait to hear what you think. I'm, I agree with you. Still waiting. Signs still waiting for the ice to defrost on my windshield. That's the thing. Every. This is a problem for your future marriage. Every time you sit in that car waiting, every tick, 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 you're losing attraction for your husband, your future husband. And you're going... Does he even care about me? Is this gift ever coming? Is this a liar? You know, this is, I don't even, and he probably doesn't even know where your mind is going. Luxury lounge. The price of daily coffee. Jared, thank you for the regular entertainment giving all, giving you all the feathers. I'm currently emailing you from the Duncan parking lot because I'm so annoyed. I love Duncan. I get it almost every day and it's sometimes the best part of my day. Whew, we gotta improve your day. However, I live in a medium-sized college town, and they keep increasing the prices of the drinks. Compared to my small hometown, Dunkin' here is a dollar more. I just paid $4 for an iced coffee. When they opened, not even a year ago, it wasn't even three. Being cheaper than Starbucks was part of the whole appeal for me. Sincerely broke and not even really bougie. Here's the thing. The price of the cup of coffee has been used as some sort of I, I, I listen. I'm with you. It sucks to like watch the price rise before your eyes. The idea, and also this is messing with the what you, the 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 person you've like to describe yourself as. This is messing with your whole identity. You're sitting there being like, I'm a Duncan person. I don't pay those Starbucks prices, and then now you, those are the same prices. They have taken away from you the bragging point that you used to hold dear. You signed it broken, not even really bougie. That's no this. This is say to some people saving money is a lifeblood, it is what gets them metaphorically hard. This person is probably one of those people. I'm um, every time they see someone walking in a Starbucks, they go, "Look at that fucking idiot." Look at that stupid piece of shit who's paying a dollar more than the coffee I'm paying. And at the end of the day, I'm going to use all that $17 to get something cheaper than the one I would have wanted. But I'm cheap, so I like being that cheap person. You know, this is part of their lifeblood, and it's ruining that for them. But the cup of coffee, what's happened to it, it's been used as as a political statement. The worst part about the price of a cup of coffee is everyone goes, for the price of, and I've done it for Patreon, for the price of a cup of coffee, if you make coffee at home, you will save $17,000. You know where that could go? That could go into a money market account. In over 20 years, you could have $100,000. That's what they do. They use the coffee to shame you. And it's like, how about my daily happiness? How about the fact that? That whenever I'm sitting in a Dunkin' and I order that coffee and I have 15 minutes to just zone out with a podcast, I'm actually a little bit happier than I was 20 minutes before. So how about you let me have that without you going down this hypothetical alley of how much money I could be, you know, as if we've ever met these rich people that are just swimming in money. They're like, thank God I was making pots of coffee all my life. No, you've never met a rich person who thanked coffee, thanked their at-home coffee maker for all the millions they made. That is, uh, what is it? Dollar, penny wise, dollar foolish. I think the people that don't think about this at all, they're the ones making real money. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. If someone is in my hallway, like listening to me, just going on and on, I mean, I I, (laughs) probably sound crazy. J train podcast at gmail.com. Title of Luxury Lounge. Give me a little flavor. Also, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Five bucks a month, three extra podcasts a week. You can do every Luxury Lounge complaint gets read every Wednesday, so you can, you can get into that. And keep sending those emails, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Title of Luxury Lounge, give me a little taste of what you're talking about. Luxury Lounge, give me a little taste. Checking bags for bulky Xmas gifts. Jared and esteemed guests the fluffiest of feathers to your nuts, thank you. Love everything you do and annoyingly promote you to all my friends, well thank you, I appreciate that. For Christmas, I received some beautiful gifts, but they happen to be incredibly bulky. Home decor items, puffy jackets, etc. I'm so appreciative, but I flew in for the holiday and now I have to figure out how the heck to get them home without checking a, ba- a bunch of bags. If you're going to give someone a bulky gift like a decorative pillow or plush blanket, pay for the check bag fee it is going to require to get it home. On the way here, I used half of my large suitcase to bring gifts for my family, thinking I would use that space to bring home any gifts I received. Interesting. But that entire space is now taken up by one of my gifts. I'm so thankful, of course, my family has great taste, but now I have to pay $35 to get that gift home. I can't bring extra luggage to fill with gifts because that looks presumptuous and fucking weird. I could leave... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, got my bags here for all the shit you're going to give me. Don't forget I brought an extra bag. I hope it fills it up. Unless you guys were a bunch of cheapskates at your Dunkin' Donuts. I can't bring an extra luggage to fill with gifts because it looks presumptuous and fucking weird I could leave the large gift here and take it back next time I do the long drive but then it seems like I'm not appreciative yeah I wouldn't do that or a fan of the gift Uh, yeah thanks for the gift I'll be back for it in six months Uh, so now I'm stuck with check bag fees I didn't sign up for and I would never say this out loud because uh, because like I said so thankful and appreciative but what the fuck sincerely $105 in check bag fees fuck that bullshit Everyone wants a thoughtful gift. When the minute the gift isn't thoughtful is the minute you start resenting the gift. That person with the car starter, they're resenting the gift. For you, you will never not look at this gift and go and think, and, and you will never look at this gift and not think of the $105 in check bag fees. It has been tainted. It has been ruined. How, and the problem is, and and you know the other side of this, and this goes back to the automatic car starter, is nobody wants a picture of their gift. People want to open it up, they want to play with it, they want to see it, they want to touch it, they want to feel it, they want to have that magical moment of the gift being gotten, and, you, and so it's like, you know, the, the solution is, hey, here's what I got you, it's already at your front door. But then you don't get that magical moment, we have to choose. So what do you choose? The magical moment plus the you know the baggage fees, you know. Then you say, to the, hey, hey, mom and dad, I you know, thanks for the gift, but it's going to be a hundred bucks in bag fees. What do you do? I mean, all these airlines should be thankful that we're like traveling with them right now. They should uh, there should be no bag fees during the holidays, but I guess that's where they make their money. So it's a real issue. We have a we have a catch twenty two of some sort. I don't even know if that's the right way to use that, but I'm saying. Here's what they should do. Big gifts get sent to your door, get sent to you direct. And when you get home, you're going to have a brand new wall piece. Also, here's your stocking stuffers that could fit in the bag. We got to figure this out. Or they, everything that you get should come with a UPS label on it. Hey, and it's being sent. We're gonna put it in the mail the minute you leave. They're gonna pick it up the minute we're you know, the, the, the day after Christmas Day, someone's coming here to pick it up to bring it home. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J at gmail.com. Luxury lounge, my my in-laws eat at weird times. Awful, awful. Jared, thank you for creating a safe space to complain about anything. My in-laws enjoy hosting, quote-unquote, dinner and inviting us over. The problem is, quote-unquote, dinner is always <laughs> at 3.30 p.m. Ay, it's not even dark. I ate this. What do I eat for lunch? Do I eat lunch? I am going to be hungry again at a normal dinner time, to d- too, so I, do I just eat dinner again? I either starve all day and just eat breakfast in this one meal or I eat several times a day and I'm a fat ass. Please, for the love of God, can they host a true lunch or a true dinner? I can't handle this. This is horrible. Because you're going to eat again. That's it. And... Dinner time is the king of meals. That is when you go, I'll have the appetizer, I'll have a piece of bread, I'll have the sauce, I'm not gonna be healthy now. You know, the way I'm eating right now, I'll do like an egg in the morning, then I, you know, around five o'clock, I'm doing like a protein bar to like get me through. And then I do a dinner, and the dinner is like uh, a normal dinner. I, you know, I don't go overboard, but, you know, maybe on the weekends a little bit more than on the weekday, but that's kind of the way I'm living life right now, and I'm enjoying it. But the minute someone comes into your day with a meal, the, this is why I always hated let's do lunch. That was, hey, let's do lunch. No, I don't want to eat. I don't want to need a nap at middle of the day. I want to be spry. I want to be up. I want to be available. You know, you do these 3.30. Also, how are your in-laws? Don't, don't people work? Isn't it, hey, we're doing dinner tomorrow. Hey, sorry, I have work until six hours after that dinner time. Like, I would, here's the solution. You do breakfast. This is your lunch. You end the day with a protein bar. That's one solution. Here's the other solution. You you say to your in-laws, "We can't make it. We got to work." We got stuff, we can do it. We can do it at 7. And they'll be like, "What? 7? Who eats at 7? Normal people." That's what that's what <laughs> This is what old people do when they when they Who who does that? Actually every human being alive still does that. Who eats it? who eats when it's dark out? Oh, just the whole country. Every living specimen. Everyone that's not 80. J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them in. We're getting through a ton. Luxury Lounge. The Ungrateful Granddaughter. What if this was from the in-laws? <laughs> like what if they were like, ah, and we got this granddaughter. She wants to eat at six. What the fuck is wrong with her? Dear Jared, I have a luxury complaint that I need to convey. Even if this is not read on the pod, writing this email is equally cathartic. See, this is why you got to tell friends about the podcast. Just knowing that there's a place that you can write these things to, that's what feels good. Listen, I was in a bad mood before. I did my complaint. You could tell that happened today. I'm feeling better already. I'm ready for this show in a room that's too big for the audience that's coming. It's going to be great share the podcast writing this email is equally cathartic so thank you here is my complaint my grandma gifts her granddaughters and granddaughter uh, gra- okay hold on let me read my grandma gifts her daughters and granddaughters jewelry each year for christmas okay so my grandma gifts her daughters and granddaughters jewelry each year for Christmas. I am one of the granddaughters in my late 20s, along with my girl cousins who are also in their 20s. Each year, the moms go to the jeweler together and pick out their own pieces of jewelry to be gifted. This is, it. there's an interesting thing going on here. It's interesting that it's probably started with the, the grandma being like, I, I got you each jewelry. And then over the years, you get used to it because they're used to it. The moms go to the jeweler together and pick out their own piece of jewelry to be gifted? No. They're buying themselves jewelry with grandma's money. This is this word gifted is getting a little loose here. No, they went to the store and they go, "Hey, grandma, give me the fucking credit card. We're we're good. We got what we wanted." Yeah. This is the thing. This is what when my dad growing up, he would always say, "You can never repeat." And and there's some he he was right it's like the idea that like oh we went on vacation to this place we got to go back next year and it's like his whole point was it's never going to be like the original year it's always going to be you trying to work up to that original year and then it's the same with this gift the gift was fun the first time and then it became you know your pension that you're expecting i haven't even gotten through the email but i can see where this is going each year the moms go to the jeweler but the moms in luxury lounge the ungrateful granddaughter the moms are to blame for the ungrateful granddaughter is my that's my assumption but let's go each year the moms go to the jeweler together and pick out their own pieces of jewelry to be gifted they also pick out the jewelry that will be gifted to the granddaughters see the granddaughters already know what's going on they can act surprised and be oh thank you grandma but they're going like let's see what happens if there was no jewelry They'd be like, "Where the fuck is my jewelry?" I expected a piece. I told everyone I was going to be wearing something new. Meanwhile, Grandma is sitting at home watching Hallmark with her Amex while her Amex is swiped. Yeah, this is the minute the gift becomes assumed. The expected is the minute that's not a gift. This is a payment plan. Anyway, I do not like the ring that was given to me this year which is a shame because I've come to learn that it was very expensive. I feel that I should be given the same luxury as the moms to pick out my own piece of jewelry. See the, yeah, 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 yeah. This is what happens. This is how the cookie crumbles. Moms, th- you were your mom, at, your moms were you. Your mom was getting the gift from grandma and one year she was like, I don't want to wear this. And then the grandma said, you go fucking pick it out. And now she's just, all the, the magic, that word magic, all the, the spice has been taken out of this gift. This is an agreement. This is a hijacking. Grandma is getting grifted. Grandma's getting shook down every year. Anyways, I do not like the ring that was given to me, which is a shame because I've come to learn that it was very expensive. I feel that I should be given the same luxury as the moms to pick out my own piece of jewelry. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Your moms were wrong. The moms ever. Your mom are hijacking grandma. I rationalize that it is not as the as if the ring uh, is even se- has sentimental value, given that my grandma didn't even pick it out herself. See, see what happens. This is this. Uh, I would love to hear from you and your guests. The, thank you, the ungrateful granddaughter. No, this is. This is how it works. Your mom is ungrateful so that she produced you to be ungrateful. And now all the intimacy of this gift has been extracted from it. So, of course, you're going to say, hey, I want to pick up my gift, too. It's not like grandma gives a fuck. Why do you pick it out? This is from grandma, kind of. Right? So what I would do, you go to your mom. Hey, your mom is an accomplice. So you need to understand, you know, you're insulting nobody because your mom's already insulted grandma. They told her to sit the fuck home and watch Hallmark while they use her credit card. So you say, hey, mom, can I pick out my own stuff this year with you? Can I come with you for this trip so I can pick out some stuff? I mean, the ring is expensive and great, but I it's not my taste. And she'll understand because she was once you. And honestly... Her asking the grandma at a certain point was harder than you asking. This would be easy. She's going to go, you've learned the way of, you've learned the way of the, of, of, of the spoiled granddaughter. I've taught you well. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Title of Luxury Lounge. I've had a good time doing this episode. I hope you guys are enjoying. Let me know. I mean, if you're this far, you must be enjoying, but let me know what you think of the Dim the Lights Alone episode. Okay, let me know. Make it your Instagram story. Spread the word. Jared, as an air travel aficionado, please tell me you understand the insanity of this. I flew United recently. Well, that was your first mistake. Couldn't believe the extent of their COVID-safe protocols. After squeezing into my pillbox size seat with no screens, USB ports, or even free magazines, Who's reading the magazines? Okay. I put my earplugs in, eye mask on, and and shut out the world. When my boyfriend woke me up for the drink card, I asked the flight attendant for a glass of wine and tried to hand her my credit card, from which she recoiled saying that I needed to pay on the app as they're cashless once in flight. No, this is a problem. This backs up the whole process. Not everyone gets the Wi-Fi. Cashless it doesn't even make sense. Oh, so I can p- just put in my card in the oh ju- oh so I can just put my card in the United app and you can charge uh, you can just charge it. I asked. Yes, she said. But you can't do it once we're in flight. So apparently, as I was trying to fall asleep, earplugged in, the pilot made his usual announcements as well as notifying guests of this new cashless policy and directing them to log in and sign up before takeoff. We're all getting jobs. This is crazy. Two things I don't understand. I can use the in-flight Wi-Fi to watch trash TV, but I can't put my credit card info into the United app. Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. Two, why can the flight, can the attendants hand, why can the attendants hand passengers (laughs) snacks and drinks and passengers can hand them used napkins and cups as they go uh, the garbage rounds, but I can't hold my, you know, this is the thing. This is exactly the runaround that I got with the show. It's, Using the moral you know side door, and I used to do a bit about this and I haven't done it in a long time well now it's remind maybe this was all to remind me I should do the bit tonight because I didn't you know I had a I had a I, it's like when they used to have you know the service animals on the flights and the service animals. You'd, look, you'd like, you know, you want to look at someone and go, you need that? You need to pet a dog to feel better on the flight? And it's like, no, we know what you're doing. You're using the issues of other people that really have them to get ahead. So like they're using COVID to get ahead, to, to make sure you use their app and you put your credit card in there. And now maybe you're going to be more likely to buy a ticket on the app because your credit card's already in there. And here's the worst part. For my return flight, I was prepared, downloaded the app, entered my credit card and found, <laughs> now you're in, and was ready to get as lit as possible. I got a notification within the first few minutes that United charged my credit card $1. I was not informed that I would be charged for anything, and unlike the other apps that may need to test your bank account for validity, I was not refunded the $1 once the charge was successful. Why? And then when I got on the flight, my phone died by the time the drink card came. This is the thing. It's taking longer. This is a trip from hell. And because there are no USB ports in the seats, I couldn't charge it and couldn't show the flight attendant my app, just take my money. I just want to get drunk and give my one dollar back. If airlines are hurting for money so much these days, then why are they not trying to take my money and get me drunk any way possible? This is horrible. That felt good to get off my chest. Thank you for this invaluable service conned by cashless COVID crap. That's a thing. Also, what's also happening and this is the same that it was for the service dogs on the flight. You make everyone suspicious of every service dog. The minute you let you know the person on who doesn't give a shit about anybody else and the dog shitting in the aisle, now we don't trust anyone has an issue, and that's not true. There are some people that have the issue and needed the service dog same thing for covid you're now you see people that are like not as you know i'm one of those people they go i don't trust any covid policy i don't see how any of it works you you the more you blame it on covid now we become two years in we go well they're just saying that they're just saying that and, but it's not always the case you ruin the cases for when you know then then people go well what's the vaccine for you know it, get, it gets to that point well, the, you know, they're just trying to get us on the vaccine. And you go, no, 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 no. Well, those are different than the hotel that doesn't want to give you towels. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Title of Luxury Lounge. Okay, let's go. Luxury Lounge. No napkins. J Train, Feather Feather, thank you for providing a safe space to air our grievances. Here's my complaint. I've noticed more and more that fast food establishments have stopped providing napkins with drive-thru orders. That's fru- It is frustrating. I understand the need to cut costs and can remember years ago when ketchup and other condiments stopped being given automatically, but I draw the line at napkins. If I am in a drive-thru, it's because I'm so hungry that I'm about to pass out and just need something that can be consumed while driving. As soon as that bag is handed to me, I'm grabbing whatever on top and shoveling into my mouth. Temperature be damned. The drive-thru employees should know this and have the decency to provide us with some napkins so that we can clean ourselves up afterwards. Please don't make us use the last of my dignity to wipe fried. Please don't make me use the last of my dignity to fry to wipe fry grease on my pants. Thank you, fried and alone. Yeah, this is crazy. The drive through should be preparing you for the drive. It's different at the restaurant. If you're inside, they go, yeah, all the other shit is over there. Go pick it up. Go get whatever you want. That's because you're eating at a restaurant where you have your feet in both hands and you can sit at a table and you can make yourself comfortable. They're preparing you. To me, a drive-through is a mother packing you a lunch for school. It's got to have it all in there. If she forgets the drink and you don't, come, you're not drinking. If they forget the napkin, you're not napkining. They should pack you up napkin One ketchup. And then you can ask for extras. They could give you the bare minimum to get you by. The idea that there wouldn't be a napkin in there, you know, is crazy. Luxury Lounge. Eye exams. Jared. Love you more than words can describe. Thank you. Here's my complaint. Why does nearsighted mean you can't see far and farsighted mean you can't see close? It's a good point. I, anytime someone says I'm nearsighted or farsighted my brain turns off I don't even I'm, not, I'm done listening I don't even you're, you're, you're all the same blind to me it's like when someone mentions what neighborhood they live in in Brooklyn I go oh, okay cool I just I, I fake it I don't know where the fuck you live I don't know fucking how you can see shouldn't it be the opposite why is this more difficult than it needs to be also why can't people just say i can't see things far from me yeah i'm with you the minute it becomes near side and far side i go oh that stinks and i just stop i'm not even in i have to think way harder than i need for this i'm with you i also have an issue that pertains to this i got a license renewal new york state is like hey do you want to renew your license i'm like yeah i gotta renew my license they go oh yeah we'll send it to you and then they did. They go well. Remember to get an eye exam. We'll send it to you, but you got to get an eye exam. So now I have this eye exam hanging over me. I actually got an eye exam when I was in Madison, Wisconsin, because I was one. I was getting these headaches, so I was like, I'll check if I need an eye exam. I went to a Warby Parker, got an eye exam. They go, you're pretty much okay. So, and now I'm back in New York, and I and I get these emails once a month. Hey, you got to get that eye exam for that. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll yank that license. And I went to try and use the Warby Parker one. They go, no, that's not one of our approved people. So now I gotta go get another ad exam that I know I'm fine for to be able to keep my license. J Train Podcast at J JTrain Podcast at, J-train podcast at our first luxury lounge of the new year. Share, share, share. Please share, please, share, please share. Let's do luxury lounge complaint. Feather, feather. I'll keep this as concise as I can because I know you're booked and busy. Here's my complaint. I'm in my late 20s with no kids. My boyfriend and I prefer to be the cool aunt and uncle. Anyways, I pay a pretty penny for the gym that I go to. The workout is great. I love the instructors and actually look forward to my workouts. There are all sorts of people that go to this gym, including people with kids. Sometimes they'll talk about their kids or bring them in every so often. Well, this morning I overheard someone discussing with the owners how there should be a mommy and me type class. A.K.A. a workout class that you bring your kids to. Uh, the thing is, the, the, the email writes, I, I'm annoyed with them. Listen, I get that being a parent is hard. Yeah, I'm with them. Right. You have to say these things. And it's great when the when places are family-friendly. However, this is a gym, and a very expensive gym at that. Not everyone and every business needs to accommodate children. I'm sorry. Kids are conscious choice. And while I respect everyone's desire to have kids, the entitlement of people with children is just so annoying to me, hoping to see a you on tour soon. I'm totally with you. What's going to happen is they're going to go, yeah, and it's open to kids, and now you're going to be like on a workout ball trying to do a sit-up and then some kid's going to be kicking the side of it and you're going to have to go, oh, he's so cute. You're not allowed to say, get your fucking kid away from me. And they're going to go, oh, isn't Jimmy fun? No, he should be either doing the workout class or not. And that's not to say that a young kid, like, listen, if you have a teenager that wants to do a workout class, that's a different story. But what ends up happening is, oh, kids, no, there's got to be some restrictions here. I'm also here to try and get out of my own head. I'm trying. I'm here. This is a mental place for me. You know, this is a this is. A, this is a, I'm here for the. This is not. A, uh, the gym is for mental health as much as it is physical health. J Train Podcast at We'll do one more. Let's do. Luxury Lounge, work birthday celebrations are inhumane. Jared, I absolutely love you and can't wait to see you in Philly. Thank you. The group chat is assembled. Thank you. Let's get right to it. I'm a teacher. Because of COVID, was moved to teaching in my district's cyber academy this year. My job sucks and everyone is miserable at baseline. My birthday is exactly one week before Christmas. I love that my birthday is meshed with Christmas because I hate attention from large groups of people. Well, four days after my birthday, I was walking back from the bathroom and I hear, she's coming. Oh, here we go. Out of nowhere, an entire room of my coworkers and cyber students were looking at me with cake. They handed me the cake and immediately sang happy birthday to me, probably 25-plus people I don't even really know. I was embarrassed and extremely uncomfortable. My birthday had already passed, and if these people actually knew me, they'd know how much I hate surprises, and that it would make me uncomfortable. Why can't I opt out of this? These are my coworkers, not my friends. I don't need to celebrate at work. Thank you for listening. Signed, Let's Just Be Coworkers. I'm with you. Also, how does the cyber classroom work? Are they there? What's a cyber academy? I guess I... I'm not really sure. It seems like they were there with you. My coworkers and cyber students were looking at me with cake. What's the difference between a cyber student and a regular student? I would think that's just a student. If they're in the room with you, they ain't cybering. They're a student, but I'm getting into into the intricacies of the email. I agree with you, and this is the thing. I don't want your cake. I don't need your cake. I don't need your happy birthdays. I just came here to do a job and I put a smile on my face as much as I can and I got to get a check so I can pay my rent. And listen, if we become friends, we become friends. We'll do that away from here. I don't need to do this. Thank you. Oh my God. And now you're going to eat cake. You know, you gotta. This is this is the other part of it. You you know, it's four days after your birthday. You had your unhealthy day on your birthday. You had the dinner that was too much because you go, it's my birthday. You had the bacon, egg, and cheese that morning. It's my birthday. It's a special day. You had the drinks. Now, birthday time is over. It's four days later. You're trying to get back on track. People are like, "Here's your fucking cake," and it's like, "Get that out of my face." I'm trying to. I'm I'm trying to feel good. I'm trying to feel good in this new year. welcome to the luxury lounge people first one of 2022 thank you these emails today were unbelievable so much fun um i hope you guys enjoyed please let me know what you think about the the solo episodes welcome to 2022 let's have a great year of complaints and let's uh we'll be back next week boom